It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, guys? I want to welcome you guys to another episode with After the Dark Talk Podcast. My name is King Stephen J. I am your host, joined with my co-host, Chrissy. We want to welcome you guys to another episode, and this episode is going to be powerful. First of all, I want to go ahead and say that I apologize, or that we apologize, because we took a hiatus off. We just need to get our minds together, get Mm -hmm. ready for what's to come with this, um, this podcast, and how we're going to you know, go forward and educate at the same time um, as leaders in a podcast mm-hmm. game. We're going we're gonna to proclaim leaders. Even though we're not leaders yet, we're going to proclaim it. Yes. We're going to make it happen. Put it in the atmosphere. <laughs> there it is. got yes. manifest it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, today's episode is one of those bittersweet episodes that I try to avoid. I don't like talking about it. I love talking about it. Dude, this, this is my shit. <laughs> this is why we, we were opposite. This is why we work so well together, yes. man. Oh, my gosh. Um, this, I don't even want to say the title. It's not, it's not easy. It's, it's not easy. It's, 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 yeah. Today's subject, America on the backs of blacks. <sighs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all think there's some truth to that statement? It's, I do. It, it definitely is some yeah. truth to that statement. I'm, I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's. It's. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just dive in on this episode right here. Let's just dive into this conversation. We're gonna start by what happened in uh, Georgia, Brunswick, Brunswick, Brunswick Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna let you leave with that. Sis, go ahead and Holy get okay. our so I know by up. now, uh, most of y'all have heard. Uh, I can't remember how old he was. I know he's in his 20s, but a black man um, who actually lived in that neighborhood of Brunswick, Georgia. He was jogging like he normally does, mm-hmm. and he was seen by two white guys. Yes. A father and son duo who saw George, him. Uh, Gregory and Travis uh, McMichael. Yes. The Mac- father. Yes, yeah, the McMichael. Father and son. Um they decided to take it upon themselves to follow him because he fit the description in quotations, my air quotes. He fit the description of someone that was robbing houses out there. So instead of them maybe calling the police and saying like, Hey, I think we see a subject, you know, someone that looks, you know, suspect or whatever. No, they took it upon themselves, got in their car, got their rifle or shotgun followed the young man the man is like literally now at this time running for his life and then he shoot i think the dad shoots him yeah so so um basically what happened is it was it was three people involved the third person um i have yet to find his name Mm -hmm. um basically what he did was he was he was an act and he said he basically released the video hoping that it would clear his name so that's the only reason why we have video and mind you this happened four months ago. This is nothing that mm-hmm. happened within this month, let alone. It mm-hmm. just came out to the view of uh, the public to where we can see it. Right. Um, so from just to kind of quarterback what you said, yes, he was um, out jogging. And uh, these two gentlemen, um, they saw him jogging. And, yeah, they saw him. They thought he fit the description and everything like that. And along with the third person. So they were, according to the video, they were at least about, I want to say, like, 
a half a block up from him. Mm -hmm. And then um, they stopped in the middle of the road. They had a pickup truck. The son was in the back of the truck. The dad was outside with his shotgun. And um, Mr. What was I can't remember his last name. Mr. Aubrey. Is it Aubrey or? I think so. Aubrey or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He ran around the truck and I guess they said something to him with the third guy following with him. Mm -hmm. And in the video clip, if you had your sound up, you can hear the gentleman that's driving the other car recording it with his phone. So he's recording with his phone, driving with possibly his leg or his other, his left hand. Um, Also cocks his gun back as well, getting ready to fire upon this African-American, if the father and son couldn't, you know, get to him, if he was to possibly run around and just, you know, take flight, and just jet as fast as he can. Wow. I, I so, didn't have my son up, so I didn't even hear that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This is something that Sean King on Instagram, basically, he, he highlighted that. Mm-hmm. And I had to go back and watch the video, and I heard it as well. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, I mean, yeah, he deserves to get in trouble, too, because you were willing to pull the trigger. Exactly. So, and thanks and, for the video, but... No thanks. Yeah, at the same time, you just you you you're what do they call it? Accomplice to mm-hmm. the murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you you basically need to get thrown in jail as well. So, yeah. but like I said, man, like I hate talking about these type of things. But at the end of the day, you they need have to, be to about. you have to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> dang man, I just I just feel for his family, man. Like they arrested, they arrested them. Thank goodness. They arrested him, but the damn okay. So the dad is a, a formal, a former DA, um, I guess personnel. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was a cop, and he went to. The, I guess he went to the DA. And he's, oh. he's he's a part of the ex oh, okay, okay. DA uh, personnel, and the guy that's the current DA, um, DA, I guess whatever the position is, um, district attorney, uh, mm-hmm. whatever the position, um, he blocked it. He blocked the arrest, so that's why it took so long for the police mm-hmm. in Brunswick to arrest the two gentlemen you know what i mean the third person still haven't been arrested like his his lawyer's trying to fight for him but um but yeah so they've been arrested i know they tried to do a virtual they did a virtual court case with the judge and the judge denied their bond they they tried they want to be Mm. on bond and whatnot so he denied the bond thank goodness they're they're basically sitting there but i mean it's just crazy with the history of this country yeah and we most of us know it some some May not, but, you know, we we don't mind giving a refresher. But with the history and pattern, they can go to trial all day. But who's to say they're not going to get acquitted or get a slap on the wrist? Exactly. Exactly. So it's cool that they've been arrested, but, like, we won't know until, like, the end. But my thing is, how much longer will this happen to where you have cops or just, you know, white supremacists? you know, going after African-Americans trying to kill them. Like, how much longer is it going to go? It's going to go until, on until. Until African-Americans are like, you know what? We got the same rights as these people. The same rights as these races. We have the Second Amendment that protect us, the right to bear mm-hmm. arms and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when are we going to get our straps and just start blasting at them too? You know what I mean? Like, I, so I, I, I got a feeling that you know, it's going to get to the point to where it's going to be a tip attack situation. Mm-hmm. Thank God it hasn't gotten that way so far. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and at least from what we know of, because everything isn't on the news. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly, you know, exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I just want to clarify, I'm not racist by far. I'm just going just gonna to be honest with you. But my heritage is African-American. I stand with my heritage. I'm just going to be honest with that. I will, I will, I will say, oh, this person did a stupid thing. I would, I would admit he did a stupid thing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have to call an ace an ace. And when an African in the spade mm-hmm. a spade, when an African American in in California goes into a grocery store and he has a bat in his hand because he have some form of disability, mm-hmm. and a cop, no lie, tase him, but due to his, his, his disability, the tase really don't do anything. They shoot him. He's laying on the ground. The bat is, he threw the bat out of his hand when he got shot. Dropped the bat. Mm. Then laid on the, laid on his stomach. They shot him again. Mm. And then a fucking coward of a cop shoot him in the back of the head for the <gasps> third time. Oh, no. But then again, you have this young Caucasian male going to a mall and blast the hell out of people. And get Burger King on the way home, on the way to, to jail after they after they catch up with him. Oh the, no, the guy 
in North was it North Carolina or South Carolina? He went into the church. Oh, that was a church. The church. church, Sorry about that. Let me clarify that. He went into the church and and killed people. Yeah. And didn't get arrested immediately. Nope. Yeah, I remember. They had to go get him. Yeah. And then on the way to on the way to going to get him, they got him Burger King because he was hungry. Yeah. Hmm. And they say, "Oh no, no, no! It's it's all due to your training." No, man. No, no. There's a stipulation out here. There's yeah. there's a totally a stipulation. Oh yeah. Because like like from my from my perspective, it's like from my encounter with police, police, and and and, and thank God I have not had an encounter, like I haven't encountered any kind of police like that. I mm-hmm. just want to clarify that. And you know, playing on farmers branch cops don't play. Oh yeah, nah. Carrollton are some copycats, but them farmers branch. Yeah, <laughs> police, they they on some other. Them shit. Addison no. police boy, they serious yeah. man, and and they go out there, they risk their lives every day, man. And I stand behind police officers when they doing the right thing, and and this is what I want to say, I've been pulled over by a Latin cop, a black cop, and a Caucasian cop, and I got treated the same way, yeah. by all of them. Yeah. Now, I don't know how it is to be a Caucasian male getting pulled over by a Caucasian cop, but when a, as an African-American male getting pulled over by an African-American cop, I got more scrutiny from him than I would oh, from a yeah. Caucasian yeah. officer, which is crazy. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah That's which, happened to me before, Which too. is crazy. So yeah. it's like, you know, I don't know if, if, if like I said, if, if I was Caucasian and I got a buddy pass, like, oh, man, just slow it down next time. da 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 da, da. That's cool. Yeah. But if it's an African American cop, oh hell no. Nah. This is worse. It's like man, I want some real on some real shit. I'd rather have a I'd rather have a Caucasian cop yeah, pull me just, over yeah. versus a black cop just due to the fact that I know, you know what I mean? This is like I don't know if he got something to prove or, or what, but I just know that it's gonna be a little more strenuous of a process. Maybe it could be. Maybe uh, they don't wanna look at like, dang, you you seem you know, Johnny seems to always fucking let people of his own race go all the time. Yeah, so maybe yeah. it's like, well, yeah, let me start giving everybody yeah. that's black tickets. Yeah. But uh, I'm just going to say like, like, you know, like what other celebrities say, and, and I truly mean this. I don't think that every cop is a bad cop. No, until I don't they face either. with that situation, mm-hmm. you know, until they face with the situation mm-hmm. and, and, to the, some, and to the cops that, that murdered African-Americans and, and made up some kind of false report to try to justify the situation. Even if you lock them up with, with, drugs in their car and they mm-hmm. didn't have drugs in the car man at the end of the day you have to go home and face your family and i know for some odd reason god is going to put it on you and, and, and you're going to feel bad for the situation you're not going to ever come to pass about it you're not going to ever say anything about it but you're going to feel guilty mm-hmm. and it's like just do the right thing in the first place man if you pull over somebody that's a minority it can be hispanic it can be middle eastern it can be it can be any race don't plant nothing on the person it's too much like right for some people, Stephen. I'm just, like, I'm just saying, but, like, just don't do it. And 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 on the flip side, if you're in a situation where you feel like your life is threatened, you know the person they got a gun on you. Don't don't be scared, man. If you're if you if you're scared, then you don't need to be a cop. Just to be honest with that's you, that's true. You need to you need to, to pick another career. I wouldn't. Like, hell, no, I ain't gonna go over there. Yeah, yeah. You need to just <laughs> pick another career. But I mean, okay, so the purpose of this this episode today is just to kind of get this off of our chest. Like, we've been trying to, we've been avoiding the conversation, but it's just like after this whole thing that happened in Georgia, it's just like we just cannot avoid it going forward. So we're going to go like deep into history mm-hmm. and we're going to compare apples to apples. We're going to compare the lynchings to the police shootings. And maybe that, um, that will shed some light on some of our, uh, non-black listeners so they understand why you know black some black people operate the way they do exactly or they feel the way they do because of the history exactly and and and, and, you know like to be honest with you most people don't even know that most black people don't even know the history their own history but it's just the, the whole psyche of you know i said it on my instagram earlier like you don't know how it is to live in public housing any kind of governmental situation to where you basically living in a box with four other people right. and you're on top of each other. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't know. So your mind frame is totally different than a person that lives in an apartment, like mm-hmm. a thousand or 2000 square foot apartment. And you have the luxuries to like, kind of like move around. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. Your mentality is totally different because when you in that public housing situation, you mm-hmm. see something totally different versus just living in an apartment. Like, yeah, Carrollton situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Carrollton, Texas. Like you live in an apartment. It's like oh, you go outside. Oh, you know, kids playing. Da da da. Yeah, it's like you go to public housing. Like you know, kids are not really out. So they rarely outside. Mm-hmm. If they are, then you know what I mean. You never know what they get into. But it's just the mind frame, the persona that's there. Yeah, without yeah. going into too much detail. 
Yeah, so with that being said, um, we're going to get into today's topic, which is America on the backs of blacks. Definitely going to be a, a different situation, mm. but hey, it is what it is. Let's talk yeah. about it. Let's, let's talk about it. Where are we going to start at, sis? Um, so let's go post-slavery with uh, Jim Crow being in effect and how some of the whites were upset. That's why these laws even came about that slavery had ended and they had to do their own work. So, you know, they were just finding reasons to take their anger out on us. Um, Some were just down, you know, outright killing. Some were doing it a slow death, like lynching. So we're just going to touch on a few lynches. There were hundreds of them, um, but... We'll just, we'll just give you a little. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. History. A little educational background on just a, just a few of them. So uh, these are in chronological order. Uh, the lynching of Joe Coe in 1891. Uh, Joe Coe's life was dramatically up, um, upended in October of 1891 when he was accused of raping a little five-year-old white girl named Lizzie Yates. Mm-hmm. Henry Smith in 1893. On Friday, February 3rd, 1893, Henry Smith was lynched in Paris, Texas, in front of, a, in front of an estimated 15,000 spectators. 15,000 people watched somebody pretty much choke to death. Like, wow. Okay. Yep. Um, the lynching of Julia and Fraser Baker in 1898. In 1898, Frazier and his kids were awakened by an angry mob of Caucasian men who set their house on fire, then later on killed them with gunshots while mm. running away. Mm. Joseph Joe Martin uh, in 1904. An African-American man who was lynched by a mob of 300 Caucasian men in Wyoming on August 29, 1904. Mm. Right here in Dallas, unfortunately, you, you know, we known for the most, we kill presidents, but, uh, not we, now they, their people killed, not, not, not us people. <laughs> well, true. Yeah, true. Not us people, <laughs> not us black people. We don't do stupid stuff like that. Alan Brooks in 1910. March 3rd, 1910, a Dallas, Texas mob lynched Alan Brooks, a 57 year old African-American man for allegations on attempting to rape a three-year-old in which he denied. Jesse Washington in 1916. Jesse Washington. Um, on the morning of May 15, 1916, approximately 15,000 people gathered near Waco, Texas to witness the trial in the legend of Jesse Washington, an 18-year-old black man charged with the bludgeoning death of Lucy Fryer, a Caucasian woman. Mm. The Mary Turner lynching in 1918. A 19-year-old pregnant African-American woman was hung for standing up for her husband, who was accused of killing a Caucasian male along with other African-American males. That one... That was a fucked up one. Yeah, that one Very does something to me, like for real. Um, Okay, we're going to go into detail about this one just for a second. Yeah, just so y'all can understand, like, this, like, the shit that they was doing to us, like, in, it was really fucked up. So this, not only did you kill her, she's pregnant. You killed her. Her baby wasn't going to survive anyway. You hung her up upside down. You slit her stomach open to where the baby falls out. The baby falls and gives a little few cries. You see that the baby is alive. And one of you motherfuckers think that it's okay to step on the baby's head. Hmm. Like, just let the baby... 
He could have kept the baby in inside her womb, but just let the baby die. Like, wh- why do you have to be so extra? Mm. I, I got tears in my eyes. Like, that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. And you see why? I told you, like, yeah. I couldn't keep my emotions while researching this stuff. I could not keep my emotions whatsoever. Because it kills me that African-American people get, uh, we get banned and titled and all of this ignorant shit by other races without them not having the slightest clue of what we went through. Just an accusation that could be made. And they just going And then going you just go full force. Yeah, like, and, okay. And, and just to see, this is back in fucking beginning of the 1900s, end of 1800s. Shit. A simple accusation. Pretty oh, much 100 years he ago. He looked at me. Years he ago. whistled at me. He was in the back room with me. And oh, why were you in the back room as a young Caucasian woman? Why were you in the back room? You could have liked him. You could have. You could have been fucking him. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't want to. But say you that. don't want to say that to your family because you don't want to be disowned. Mm-hmm. So, oh, he attempted to rape me. That's the first thing that came out your mouth. Mm-hmm. That man' life is completely over with by then. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he was an African American male, and he saved a young girl from getting a young Caucasian girl from probably getting beat up from a Caucasian man. At the end of the day, with him trying to save him back 100 years ago, his life is over with. Yep. It's similar to, um, I think that was, was that in 1923, 1920-something, um, Rosewood. I know a lot of, you know, we didn't, we definitely didn't learn about that. I don't know if Florida school districts, they teach them that or whatever, but, you know, we, we all saw the movie. So, you know, Rosewood, the white lady. She was getting beat up, you know, by her husband or boyfriend or whatever. But instead of her telling the truth to whoever asked her, like, where you get these bruises from and, you know, what have you. You want to lie and say it was a black man that did it. And so they massacred. I forget how many people, but a whole town. Rosewood was a black, well-to-do town, Um, similar to, you know, Oklahoma and Black Wall Street or whatever. It was, you know, the post office, the little corner store, like all that was black. Churches, owned. all that. You know, and all burned to the ground. The whole town burned to the ground because of a lie. Yeah. 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 That. Mm. <gasps> oh, oh my God. Okay. Um, the Omaha courthouse lynching in mm. 1919. In September 1919, and sorry guys, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm emotional right now. In September 1919, described William Brown, a 40-year-old African-American male, um, meat packing house worker, who was accused of raping a 19-year-old white woman. That's, that's it. Like, y'all don't ask enough questions. It's just like, he black, he did it. Right on. I uh, mean, <laughs> I'm gonna just go... <laughs> As a conscious thinker, if I was the type of person, and, 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 and I understand that there wasn't the kind of technology that we have now, but my thing is, if you were really being raped, not attempting rape, but you were raped, so that means that this African-American has put his thing inside your thing, mm-hmm. right? You were raped. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, as an examiner. They probably weren't doing all that back then. Open your legs. Let's see the thrust of his penis inside your coochie. I want to see marks. You could have tears. you could have tears. Yeah, since it's you, it's something you ain't used to. Let you tell it. Yeah. Right. Let's just go. On. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duluth lynchings in 1920. Irene Tuscan age 19, and James Sullivan, age 18, were among the townspeople who attended the circus in June 14. Sullivan and Tuscan was accused of raping a white girl. So, so a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or friend, no, no, whatever. No. These, these, were, these were two guys. It was a guy named Irene, and it was oh. a guy named Jack, oh, okay. um, James. Yeah, okay. uh, Exactly. So, um, basically, I think that's, I think that's it. 
That was it. Like they. Just I think it was two guys. No, okay. basically. So what happened was they they went into town mm-hmm. for the circus. Mm-hmm. Um, a Caucasian woman. Um, and and I, I guess uh, a Caucasian male went behind the tent, and um, I want to say there was some kind of interaction that was going on, but it was later on described that she was raped behind the tents. And what they did was they gathered a hundred black African-American men mm-hmm. that lived in town mm-hmm. because this was a well-known mm-hmm. African-American town. Mm-hmm. And um, they lined up people and, and got the accuser from there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Was, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Marion, Indiana lynching in 1930. Claude Dieter. If I say his last name right, a 23-year-old Caucasian man was shot and taken to the hospital where he died the next day. His fiancée, 19-year-old Mary Ball, reported that the man who shot Dieter had raped her. However, she later on basically recanted her claims. Mm -hmm. The police arrested uh, Ship Smith and and, and Cameron, charging them with the murdering for Dieter and raping Ball, and they were basically lynched for that. Even though she later, well, she obviously probably recanted after the fact, like they already did. Well, according to this, she, she recanted her claim right before. And they still, and they still did. Yeah. Wow. So it wasn't like, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Cause our history can be kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Discombobulated in some way. Well, I'll I'll wait. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) yeah. I witnessed to terror in 1931. Whew. The lynch man was in his early 20s and that on the previous night he had entered the bedroom of a and, and clutched the neck of a young lady who was a prominent as a singer and a pianist. He was hung the next night. So basically he was accused for breaking into a room and attempting to kill a popular singer or pianist and police caught up with him and he, they killed him. Was he even close to her? Like I have no he... clue. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like that's just This is just the brief the brief notes I oh, I have. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm um, not gonna lie to you. It it doesn't surprise me at all. Like with, if with the rest of the stuff that's going on. Yeah. Made you, up. you just yeah. don't need any kind of reasoning whatsoever. And 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 that just shows you the power of a Caucasian woman. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 I mean, it could be, mm, yeah, yeah, it could be used for good, but in in these cases, it was used, you know, for bad bad things. Um, the Moore's yeah. Ford lynching in 1946. A mob beat the sharecroppers, Roger and Dorothy, before tying them to a tree and shooting them to death. Like, so so just to kind of give like a little bit of background just, okay. just tiny. Just, just a little. So Roger and Dorothy basically got into an argument. Roger mm-hmm. was put in jail. He got taken out of jail, basically bailed out of jail mm-hmm. and um by some friends. And him and Dorothy was basically on their way home mm-hmm. when it was intercepted by a mob of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, from there you can get just the rest of the story. I mean, but just saying. Just give it just their story. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I guess it's just if it don't make sense, then that's don't that's all they need it. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. If you were black, that's that's it. That's it. That's okay. It. Um, this one is a a very famous one, Emmett Till, in 1955. You guys already know about this. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, armed men kid kidnapped Till out of his house, out of his house, mm-hmm. slashed out his eyes. Tied him to a hundred pound cotton gin fan around his neck and barbed wire, and with I mean and with barbed wire, he was severely beaten, shot in the head, thrown into the river, where two fishermen found his body, and they couldn't even recognize him within three days. And they did this because he whistled. Yeah. At a Caucasian. Supposedly woman. he whistled. Supposedly. Yes. yes. Like all that was necessary because this little 15, 14 year old little boy whistled. At this girl, like, from from my home town, Chicago, Illinois. Wow. Went down south to visit family, and yeah. Wow. Um, his mom, I forget her name, but Mama Till, she um, she wanted the world 
to know what, you know, Mississippi did to her son and the fact that they got acquitted for it. She she allowed photographers to take pictures of the funeral of him open casket. She wanted an open casket and she put it in a jet magazine mm-hmm. so we could see it. Cause some people's like, it's one thing like you kind of hear it by the wayside. Cause obviously this is in the fifties, forties, thirties, like, you know, news wasn't the way it was how it is now. Yeah. So black people, that was, that was the thing to us. We had our magazine Ebony and jet, like yeah. for us to see this, like, wow, like this shit is really going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, our, our stuff is bad here in Texas, but everyone in the South knows like Mississippi, Georgia, Alabama, like we know, like those are states that are like, they be on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? So if someone from Texas was able to see, wow, this is how they getting down in in Mississippi. Like, you know, if I'm not mistaken, like later on down the line, that lady basically admitted that, didn't she admit something that, that basically like it was like, did she lie? If I'm not mistaken. Did she ever admit to the um, fact that she yes. lied? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, if I'm not, I. It was like ten I, years ago. Like it was. It, it was, was not too long ago. It was not too long ago. I feel like she she was either on her deathbed or she's obviously in old age. But yes, yeah, she did come out and say like I lied. She lied. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. 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 After the fact. Yeah. Like, yeah. After the fact. 1955. I'm gonna say the yeah. comments at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Charles Mack Parker in 1959. On the night of April 24th, 1959, a mob abducted Parker from the river, from the uh, Pearl River County Jail in Mississippi, where he was awaiting trial for the alleged crime of rape. They beat Parker, shot him twice in the chest. And then threw his body into a motherfucking river. The, let 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 <clears throat> the law do what they do. Like, and the thing about it, the police allowed this. They abducted him from the jail. He was in jail. The police, the sheriffs, whatever. They just like turn a blind eye to shit and just allow this mob of people to come in here. And take this prisoner out. You talk about white privilege. Bro, I'm over it. (sighs) This one is most recent. And I feel like there's been a couple of more, you know, in between now and and this particular one we're going to talk about. But um, most of us know of this one, uh, especially us Texans. James Byrd Jr. in 1998. Um, yeah, I I was in, I guess, eighth grade, uh, seventh, eighth grade. I, I remember this being on the news and everything. Like, So basically, they tied him by his ankles to the back of a motherfucking pickup truck using log chains and dragged him until he died and his body was dismembered. This man left his family's home. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about that. Left his family's home and was walking home where three Caucasian men asked him if he wanted a ride. And basically, he, you know, said yes. And that was just the that end of it. his life. They, just gave, him, they gave him a ride. Yeah, they know. gave him a ride, all right. Yeah. And not inside the car. Yeah. Only in the outside of the car. And side note, sorry guys uh, for the for the kids in the background. We just, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're recording this in our home office, and yep, yeah, we got we got neighbors. So yes. <laughs> so yeah, outside. just gonna let y'all know this is how real the show is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so <clears throat> just basically what we wanted to do with that portion of the show was kind of give you guys a background of what the hell has been going on, yes. and how nothing really changed. The only thing that changed is the weapon 
mm-hmm. that is used in killing African Americans. Mm-hmm. And and who's doing it? And who's doing now, it? Because now you got a reason I fear for my life. Exactly. Certain certain laws is put in mm-hmm. place to to have the correct vocabulary mm-hmm. to, to get make it feel justifiable it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for killing African Americans. So within the next segment, we're going to do uh, kill by police officers. And like 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 we said before, you know, we, we like the police, have yeah, no I issues have no, with the police, no love the police, Shoot. you know, got family and friends that's police officers. Yeah, but there are a couple of bad seeds. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, that have this urge to to do whatever the hell they want to. Jeez. And they know they can get away with it, too. Shout out to DPD, because y'all always let me go. In you know fact, what? y'all don't even be pulling people over. Y'all you know be speeding what? right next to me. Like, Man, damn, okay, hey. I don't know what the hell is going on, but Dallas police is like by far the most relaxed police officers. I said, I can go into a goddamn on store and chop it up as if this dude or this woman don't have a damn job. Yes. And they just like, okay. And, and I remember one day I seen one chilling outside of Starbucks. I'm like, hey, man, y'all okay? Yeah, we okay. We just waiting for a call. Like, Come on in, let me buy you guys a cup of coffee, man. And and that's yeah. real. That's that's real from the seed. Like yeah. these dudes are just chilling. And I, I and, with and, and and they weren't African American. This was a Hispanic guy and a Caucasian guy. Yeah. I was like, hey man, y'all thirsty? I get y'all a coffee, man. Why y'all just out here chilling? Like, no BS. If you get a ticket and go to jail by being pulled over from DPD, like you pretty much like you was doing something. Yeah. Or like you, you had a warrant. Like you was doing something that was like, nah, I can't yeah, let you go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Cause if you ain't got no priors, no warrants, they gonna, no they gonna give you a warning. <laughs> they like, gonna go about your business. Hey man, dude, I hate paperwork, man. Just, just go, just, just make just it Just slow out. down. Yeah, just, like. just stop. <laughs> so, so like I said, like we, we have nothing against the police. We're just going to share. You know, African American people, African American people only that were killed by the police, not people that was killed by Caucasian people, yeah. but that was killed by the police. Yes. So this is in, in due to some bullshit. Yeah. This like, is in, in no order whatsoever. We just we just gotta say the names. Okay. Freddie Gray. Walter, in Baltimore. Walter Scott, North Charleston, South Carolina. Eric Harris, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Philip White, Vineland, New Jersey. Tony Robinson, Madison, Wisconsin. Jeram Raid, New Jersey. Rumaine Brisbane, Phoenix. Tamar Rice. I re- you know what? I remember that one. Yeah, that was Tamar that little Rice. boy. Yeah, yeah they yeah. thought he was playing with a toy gun, a toy gun. or some shit. Yeah. yeah, that was some bullshit. Yeah. Um, Akai Gurley, Brooklyn, New York. Tanisha Anderson, Cleveland again. Dante Parker, Victorville, California. Ezell Ford, California. Michael Brown Jr., Ferguson, Missouri. I remember that one. John Crawford, Dayton, Ohio. Eric Garner, New York. That was like the most recent one. I, I, that one I really remember. Yeah. That's that's actually like that's when I became woke. Like that's what kind of woke me up because I'm like, there's no fucking way that these cops not gonna get in trouble for this shit. Exactly. And when they didn't, I was like, I'm over it. Like yeah. it, it woke me up in in many ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I lost a few social media friends, not like real friends, but you know, because they was getting sick of my shit. Like I was posting <laughs> shit like back to back, like fuck y'all. Like, but I had to calm down. Like I was on, I was, I was on a hundred yeah. because. I'm doing, it was leading me to certain people that was giving me certain knowledge that I didn't know of, of my own history. So once I was learning this stuff, it was like, wow, like this some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is nothing new. It's just the only difference is it's being, we can look at it on our phones. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference. Like this shit been going on. It's it's more reachable now. Yeah. But that, that, that particular case, that's what woke me up was, um, Eric Garner. Yeah. And then the last one is Don Tree, um, Hamilton and Milwaukee. Mm. Now all of these people that we just named were killed by police officers. The reasoning it's beyond measures, but, um, at the same time, we just wanted to list people that were killed by police officers. Now, when we say some of the names, you guys are familiar with some of the people that we stated. You see that there was no difference. 
There was no difference. Emmett Till whistling at a store clerk. Tamara Rice playing in the playground with a toy gun. Like, come on. Right. You know, I, I can make so many comparisons within these list of people. Right. And it just it just it, it just doesn't justify, you know, and, and, and I don't want to call an ace and eight a spade an ace and ace and a spade a spade because at the at the, at the end of the day we're definitely treated different than our counterparts. Yeah. Like hands down. Like we're we're definitely treated differently. Yeah. And this is this this episode really is just kinda to open the eyes between the different time frames in which, you know, we had, you know, the, the early eighteen hundreds leading into the nineteen hundreds. And then also the time frame of today's time. Uh, no difference. The only difference, like I said, is the fact that, you know, it's at our fingertips, you know, as far as seeing certain videos. Like, again, we were hearing about it, but now we can actually see mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, and, of course, it started with the Rodney King beating, us being able to see, you know, that, like, people in LA, California, period, like they they had already been up on game. Like we've been trying to tell y'all that the police are like crooked and they be beating the fuck out of us for no reason. Finally, somebody records it and y'all see this shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know, like we need to, we need to do better as a, as a whole country, as a community. Um, we need that togetherness that we used to have. Right yeah. now, it's 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 everyone's just for self, and you know what they can do and how they can shit on somebody. And but back in these days, it wasn't that. There was there was some togetherness. We need that that post. I mean that that pre uh, Ronald Reagan era. Like for to real. be honest with you, like because for real. Ronald Reagan and then Bill Clinton, those are the two presidents right there that changed. The African American communities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the FBI, hands down, mm-hmm. utilizing the FBI, yeah, the DEA, mm-hmm. and then local police, uh, local police officers as well. So, so yeah, that. If I was in the seventies, yeah, man, that, 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 yeah, yeah, I would have been. I would have been a Black Panther. I'm sorry, like <laughs> I probably would have had my fro. I don't know. I, don't, I like my straight hair, so I probably would have straight hair. I had my little beret. Yo, my ass. hand up. Yo, that. What? I'm so, just, I'm so just, just to kind of give you guys some little context, okay? Uh, we're gonna, we're in 2020 right now. Mm-hmm. In 2020, right now. Lord Jesus, I say 2021. I was like, ready for this Corona shit to end. Oh, right. Um, shit. So, just kind of give you guys some, some, some stats. Uh, 2019, police killed 1,099 people in 2019 itself. Uh, black people were 24% of those killed, despite being only 13% of the population. Mm. Fuck me. Fuck. Like how? How is that even possible? Exactly. Yeah. So there were only 27 days in 2019 where police did not kill someone. So out of 365 fucking days, 27 were the only days where they were chilled. So every fucking, almost every day? Almost every day. Yep. So um, black people, African Americans, mm-hmm. are most likely to be killed by police. Three times more likely to be killed by police than white people. One point three times more likely to be com- um, more likely to be unarmed compared to white people. I just did a little <laughs> math, and math ain't my strong point. But that's almost almost two days a month for a whole year that people were killed by the police. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Black and, and, people, and let me let Black me tell you guys something. This right here is, is 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 beyond crazy to me. All right, this this is beyond crazy to me. I'm looking at this 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 graph, and New York City is the one state where there is literally not that many killings by police on African Americans. Really? Yeah, or 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 basically on anyone. They don't really, police does not really kill people in New York. Huh. Yeah. So New York is at the bottom of the list. But I guess they make, they probably make a lot of like bullshit arrests though. 
Well, I mean, they could, but like as but if, if we're talking about though, like, yeah. like police violence, like yeah. they they're low on the list. They're like at the bottom. Wow. Like the last. So where are the majority? California? Nope. The South? Or uh, you, Midwest? You want to guess? I'm going I'm to say Midwest. It's, it's on the South. It's on the border of the, of the, the um, so the Sun Belt is in the middle, right? The Sun Belt like literally yeah. goes across the Midwest. Yeah. This is below the Sun Belt. Um, be the one state you wouldn't think about. Damn, uh, Tennessee. Nah, nah, we're in the middle. We're gonna talk about the middle of the United States. Oh, yeah. middle. Yeah. Um, not Oklahoma. It is Oklahoma. Wow. Yep, Oklahoma City is the number was in 2019 was the number one. Yep. Followed by Phoenix. Followed by Tulsa. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't have never guessed that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy because like I said, like like New York was uh was uh not the place. Mm-hmm. Um so Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. zero. <laughs> wow. Orlando, Florida, thirteen. Mm-hmm. So just, just to kind of compare, you know, two cities. Like that's crazy. And then it says ninety nine percent of killings by police from two thousand thirteen to two thousand nineteen have not resulted in any officers being charged with any fucking crime. 99%. So they, they, it's okay to fear for your life. Pretty like much. I, like I said like, in, the, in the beginning, or like <laughs> I said in the beginning of this, this portion of the segment, mm-hmm. they can kill you and get away with it. Yeah. Wow. But we haven't seen any African-American officer or any Latin officer or any Asian officer that has killed someone and get away with it. I'm trying to think. We really they... wouldn't see an Asian officer like killing somebody because, like, in all honesty, you you would never see like like something like that. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say I will ever see that. Yeah. But I haven't seen it thus far. Yeah. But nah. as far as the lat- Latino cops and the Latino or the lat- Latina cops mm-hmm. or the African American male or African American female cops, we've seen certain situations where you know African Americans and um people of Latin descent were officers and they made a bold move and mm-hmm. they were justified for it. Yeah. And we're yeah. not talking about just lost your badge. No, they lost their badge and had to serve time. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to their counterparts, it's rare. I'm trying to think of the guy, Michael B. Jordan played him, uh, Fruitvale station. What was, what was his name? Um, the cop? No, 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 no. The, the cop ended up serving some time, not a lot, but he served some time. Oh, what is his name? He was a young young guy, and um, it was him and, like, his friends, and supposedly they were, like, being rowdy or some shit. But anyways, like, police had them hemmed up. They had them on their backs and, um, I mean, on their uh, stomachs with their hand behind their back, um, handcuffed, and... The police officer supposedly, like, he thought that he pulled the taser, but he actually pulled his gun, and he shot the guy in the back. I cannot remember his name, though. What, in the, in the movie we're talking about? Fruitvale. Brandon? Could have been Brandon? Was that his no, name? No, that's not his name. That's not his name. Hmm. Fruitvale Station. Michael B. Jordan played him. but Oscar? Oscar Grant. Yeah. Oscar Grant. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a, another one that was killed by police. But that that one, like I say, he what he did. The police officer did serve. He get he did get some time, mm-hmm. not a lot, but because it's one of those. Oh, that's an honest mistake. You know, he's in the moment, and you know, he really thought he pulled his taser. And like the sucky thing about it, like you really sometimes when you're you know a certain complexion and got a certain occupation, you can get away with murder. You know. That's that's not cool. That's not cool. This shit. Uh, this 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 right here has been like probably like the hardest like episode that I had to do as far as like researching, like and yeah. and, and not going to depth of a lot of things. Like I I didn't want to go into detail because this this would have been a long ass episode. It would have been crazy. Yeah. So just to kind of do like what's the icing on the cake and try to get you know our listeners, you know the overall experience of, of the African-American culture and what we've been going through since we got brought over to the United States. I, I can't remember. It was like 1816 or something like that. 
was it when when they were when Africa from the, on the coast of Africa to I can't remember the exact year, but it's just like ever since we came over here, it's just been like a problem after problem after problem with yeah. with our race. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we won't say that there was no obedience because I, I I don't I don't know I wasn't within that time, but it could have been obedience from our people to their people because we didn't have guns or anything like that. We already knew what the deal was. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, shit. So, we only gonna like buck so much. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. and yeah. that that was to our demise far as you know what we could have did because we were obviously smart people and you know we've accomplished a lot of great things but you know but there, there's one thing I'm, I'm gonna say you. There's, there's one thing i'm gonna say with everything that african-americans are faced with it is so awesome to see how we can create so much mm-hmm. music if they're African-American did not create music, you wouldn't have pop. You wouldn't have rock and roll. Jazz. You wouldn't have jazz. You wouldn't have hip-hop. You wouldn't have rap. You wouldn't have EDM. You wouldn't have half of the shit. These people would still be listening to banjos and what do they call that little banjo thing? That, that <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? The banjo or whatever. The banjo. The banjo. Yeah. yeah, sorry. The banjo. They would still be rocking with the banjo. And not to mention, you know, Coming out the bando, hey. And and then like in middle middle eastern, like I mean not middle eastern, but in um, middle European, they they didn't take baths, right? You know what I mean? Like and, like let's talk about clothes. Like half of these women, these Caucasian women wouldn't even look right. You know what I mean? They'll still be wearing fluffy dresses and, and whatnot, right? You know, so they're yeah. If it, if it wasn't for Dorothy Dandridge, but Dorothy Dandridge, she didn't get much fanfare. But who did? Marilyn Monroe, who just pretty saying. much copied she, the style. Yeah, you know just what like I'm just like Elvis Presley and um and Little Richie. Yeah. How you gonna go behind and create the same damn song? Yeah. That's cool though. You see what I'm saying? So, Hat boom. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, no matter how much scrutiny we will face, we're gonna keep creating. We're gonna keep innovating, like hands down. But the day. When the African American race gets together and just buy from each other, nobody else will be able to compete with that, hands down. Because we're the only race that when we get paid, like as soon as we get paid, what are we? Oh, we're going to the club, we're about to go buy some da-da-da-da, we're about to go out whoop de woo we're gonna go buy this, we're gonna go buy that. That's why that spending power is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we utilize our funds and spend our funds. This Where is this one should. right here. Oh. <laughs> this one right here. This goddamn drink. <laughs> I Listen. love it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. But I, like, like in hindsight, man. I'm not gonna apologize for this episode because it needed to happen. No. And 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 to be honest with you, we didn't even go into. We didn't even go in like we want to. Yeah. For the sake of y'all, shit. Of our not <laughs> not only our fan base, but just for the sake of the growth of this this podcast. Yeah. We just did the icing on the cake. Yeah. Like we could have went in and made this shit literally like two hours. And we don't want anyone offended. Exactly. We want to be ourselves. But and, same, and y'all got us. Yeah. Like y'all got the true us, but we just it's slightly, slightly watered down. Yeah. Just because we Not don't slightly to watered it. down. This is like it's like when you're drinking Kool-Aid and it's too much sugar in it. Like we just put like a fucking bottle of water inside this cup. Like all you have is crystal light, <laughs> right now, and and I'm just gonna be honest because like like you can't share too much of your opinion, yeah, nah. without offending somebody. So we do the opposite. Basically, what we did was we compared apples to apples. We yep. compared eighteen late eighteenth century to early nineteenth century to damn near the whole nineteenth century mm-hmm. till the twentieth century, mm-hmm. which we're in right now. You know? Well, twenty first. Oh shoot! 21st. Yeah, for whatever we, I it's, never understood oh, it's that. At the end of the year? What it, the fuck? No, like okay, like so when we got to two thousand, it was like twenty first century. I don't know why. So we're in the twenty second century, right? No, now. no, no. We're in twenty. No, we're in twenty first century. This whole from two thousand on until twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Then that'd be that's, the twenty second century. Twenty. Yeah, twenty one hundred. I am thirty three. Yeah. And I just woke up to that. Yeah, I I no, never I never under I'm 34 and I just 34. woke up to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. So 1800s was technically the um, 19th century. 
19th century, yes. Yes, and then the 1900s. 1900s was 20th century. Okay, yeah, now that yeah. we got that corrected. Yeah, yeah. So what we did was we compared all of that. I'm ratchet, but I'm I'm, I'm intelligent. And y'all motherfuckers <laughs> may not be laughing at me. I can hear some of y'all laughing right now. I was like, boy, the dude King Stevens is stupid. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's not. I'm, I'm, my mind is everywhere. I'm emotional right now from doing research on this podcast. I mean, on this episode. But we just wanted to show you guys that nothing has changed. And at the end of the day, when I see hatred against African Americans, it kills me slowly. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like if I was hung by a noose and I'm sitting there trying to breathe for air. That's how bad it is for me when I see people being racist, especially people of the Asian descent, the Latin descent, and the Middle Eastern descent. I, I just don't understand it because everything that you guys are getting right now was because of African American people and what we went through in the United States to create certain programs mm-hmm. that wouldn't, I wouldn't say allow other, you know, um, ethnicities to come over here. I'm just saying to allow to live off of certain programs. Mm-hmm. That's why it was created. Mm-hmm. And it was opened up for minorities. Yes. As a whole. As a whole. Minorities. Yes. But if that wasn't the justification, we don't know where we will be at right now. So before you, decide to hate on an african-american person look and see where they came from because latin people we ain't no different like for real for real if you look at you you might be over here living the best life but if you go to your family back in mexico you can't tell me shit because i done been to mexico a couple of times in some in some crazy areas of mexico it's low-key slums certain areas like low-key and asians yeah like slums same goddamn thing well we would consider slums like that's like a way of life to them where they got a well and you know like i you know i got mexican friends so like they tell me you know they, t- they tell you how back home is yeah so before like they, you, it's certain times of the day they can yeah. go pump water and it's so, like, so before you start to criticize and critique you know african-americans man just sit back and ponder on your situation your family situation yeah and then hold your criticism yeah. You know, I can even say that for some of my Caucasian friends. Like, your situation ain't even that good, too. Because the slums are the same as the goddamn trailer park. For sure. For sure. So, but, before we justify it, man, let's just love on people, man. Like, let's just love on each other. Like, hands down. And stop saying the goddamn N-word. Yeah, I'm over it. You are not a Negro whatsoever. Calm the hell down. You don't see me going around here saying Hispanic racial slurs or Asian racial slurs, racial slurs or Middle Eastern racial slurs. I don't do any of that. Stop saying and the N-word. neither do they. That's the thing. They don't have. The most you're going to hear a Mexican say is way. You know what I'm saying? That's dumbass. You know what I'm saying? Or, they don't yeah. mean shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, But they not calling each other a name that was used. In a to, derogatory to, yeah, way, to provoke them. Yeah, like yeah. what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So you know so, that's so one thing I feel it, like we we do need to you yeah. know. Because I'm just gonna be honest with you on site. If you say it around me, I'm gonna knock your ass out. Oh yeah, on site. Nah. nah, 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 nah. On site, that's, I don't, I don't allow it. I, things I used to allow when I was younger, before I you know became a little bit more conscious thinking. Like yeah, like I guess I wouldn't really say nothing, but like. Once I became a little woke, it's like, nah, you, you, I'm not giving you permission to say that shit in front of me. Exactly. Like, just, just calm down. Yeah. So, so, at the end of the day, I appreciate you guys listening to if you listen to this far because at the end of the day, we did give you guys some knowledge. We brought out some, we broke out some knowledge. We didn't go too deep in it, but we broke out some knowledge. And knowledge is power. Stop saying certain words. Hang it up. Change your vocabulary. Read a damn book. Extend your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Black people are black people. We're African Americans. Hispanic people, Latin people, Mexican people, you guys are of the Latin descent. Asian people, you're of the Asian descent. Caucasian people, you're of the European descent. Majority. Yeah. Majority. Yeah. And with that being said, if I hear anybody in my circle or around me, if where I'm at, you're going to get corrected on site. Do not use certain words. All right? That's how I feel. That's that's how I'm in my, my, my situation. Yeah. Because 
I don't want to go too deep and get upset because I'm already upset about stuff that I research about certain people's past and whatnot, certain race race past or ethnicity past mm-hmm. that I that it just it's just it's just stirring me up. I think I'm about to go to the gun range. That's what I'm about to do. I, I think it should be open right now. I'm going to the gun range. It's time to break out the AR. And I'm gonna just pour another drink. But, I'm, you know, I'm whatever. just gonna go to the gun range. I gotta yeah. let some of this theme off. It's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, we love you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode. Our next one is actually going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty fire. I didn't tell. I didn't tell us about this. Uh oh. But the next one is, what would you do? We're just going to leave it open right there. Like, what would you do? That's what gonna... would you do if your son was at home crying all alone <laughs> on the bathroom floor because he's he hungry? hungry? Hey. <laughs> Yo. Hey, and the only way to feed him is just be with a man, a little bit of money. Hey. Is that City High? <laughs> yes. Damn. Okay, for real. What would you do? Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be the next episode. It's okay, like, I'm excited about that one. And we're gonna leave that one open. It's gonna be different discussions. Uh, it's just like, what would you do in life, like certain situations? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna save that for the next one. But other than that, guys, thank you for listening. Um, we, we definitely hope that you guys, like, learned a little something about, like, our past um, as far as the 19th century, um, the 18th, 19th, and also the 20th century. We talked about all of those right there. Um, but other than that, man, just like, comment, subscribe to us, all right? Uh, we definitely want to hear more from you guys, more from you after Dark Talkers as we pouring up the wine because we're going to have what we call the post-conversation. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> they can hear that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. loud. <laughs> Yeah, but no, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, tune in to the next episode. Um, we're going to talk about uh, what would you do. And um, yeah, love you guys. Have a good one. See you on the next episode.